Hello, everyone, and welcome to our zany and intense podcast, a story filled with mushroom-wielding wizards, roller-skating tieflings, and a goblin with queen-like delusions. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM, Shannon Manzella, coming to you not-so-live from Seoul, South Korea. Today, we'll bring you the start of our story, the beginning for our adventurers, but the start for you all, now. Follow our adventure as our party strives to work together to solve the mystery of their world and try their damnest to change and grow from the regrets of their past. Or at least stay alive. And also laugh a lot along the way. Our story takes place in ancient times, on a fairly large island with rich history and a dark past. Now a land of peace, the island is divided into five districts, named purely by location. The Center District, Northwest, Northeast, Southwest, and Southeast districts. Each district has its own ability, its own products of trade, its own landscape that are unique. But our story isn't about a world. It's about those living within the world. It's about unlikely heroes, a mysterious prophecy, and a magical organization. Let's delve in. I see many things, but I see six adventurers, most of all. Five of them work together to find an heirloom to earn some coin. But the necklace is much more. Fighting the race's half-orcs, they find the treasure, but it is not theirs to own. Two heroes, siblings, Anita, Lucas, they introduce our characters to what will be their new home, the Scamps. The five adventurers, plus one old friend, join the Scarabs, an underground organization tasked with the retrieval and safekeeping of dangerous magical artifacts. The six face a series of trials and Finally, their first mission. From trudging swamp waters to searching for members that had gone missing in the night. From defeating false queens to destroying Cybertronic cultists. From missing sisters to reliving the past they've left behind. New insecurities and old plague these new adventurers. But they've faced these challenges and won. They've proven their worth, but also made very many mistakes. They have a lot to learn before making the choices that either doom this world or save it. Let's meet these foolish dummies, shall we? Oh, uh, howdy there. I'm here to talk about the only human of the group, Kofi. Looking like a giant orange highlighter has its downsides, especially when she's trying to be sneaky. She's a semi-ex-criminal and a 100% ranger. She's sort of like Robin Hood, but with a realistic cause. You know, survival. I think Kofi ain't quite sure why she took that damn job that led her here. High pay and easy work? Probably. Either way, it turned out the job was much more complicated than she had hoped, and before she knew it, Kofi was being asked to join some sort of underground organization, like literally underground. 
but she reluctantly said yes, faced the trials put in place, and kicked ass doing it, and now she works on recovering strange artifacts. This last mission was supposed to be simple, but instead, a member of the party got kidnapped, they had to defeat a queen with magical powers, and then ended up running around a cavern and a mountainside chasing after some dangerous cultists like chickens with their heads cut off. But what they found in the caves were the last thing Kofi would have expected. These cultists trap people in these pink crystals within this cavern, and one of them had Kofi's very own twin sister Abigail someone she hadn't seen since she ran away ten years ago. The noble Abigail had thought Kofina dead. Don't repeat that name, you hear? Anyway, Abigail was escorted home by another member of their organization. Kofi promised to visit home soon to see her family, but with only a few members of the party knowing the truth, Kofi wondered what she should really do next. Glargon, or Glargon the Goblin Queen, she prefers to be known is a savage eight-year-old goblin barbarian. Standing at three feet tall and wielding her trusty great axe, Glargon is a force to be reckoned with in battle. Recently, Glargon has become a member of the Scarabs, a secret organization that she doesn't really understand. Luckily, Glargon has the rest of her party members with her to keep track of things that end up going over her head. Over the course of her adventures with this party, Glargon has become good friends with the tiefling paladin Kepler. Glargon is happy to have someone to back her up, although the rest of the party isn't as fond of the pair's laid-back attitude. Recently, while on a mission with the Scarabs, Glargon found a woman who claimed to be her mother. Sadly, this wound up being only a trick. There is a bright side, though. After defeating her fake mother and donning her crown, Glargon had a vision that seemed to imply that her mother is still alive somewhere. Now, with new friends like Kepler by her side, Glargon hopes to one day find her mother and prove once and for all that she is the Goblin Queen. I know what you're wondering. How did they get here? What led them to this life? First of all, Kepler is the greatest tiefling paladin you'll ever lay your eyes on. Besides the blue skin and the short pointed horns, Kepler also has a fucking cool light sword and a pair of roller skates that they never shut up about. Kepler started this adventure by finding some lost heirloom. It wasn't until some losers at the tavern started spewing some racist shit that Kepler decided to really get themselves invested. A few good hits later, and Kepler's new teeth collection was born. It was after that that they were invited into some wild organization. The moment they said, We'll pay you, Kepler was in. The puzzles were easy as hell. Working with the party has been great so far, and Kepler's really taking a liking to their roommate, Largon, located in room 420. And with Neva being on Kepler's derby team, the two get along pretty well. Honestly, it's just Kofi that gets on Kepler's nerves. Kepler, you can't just do whatever you want! Who is she, their mom? Not that they don't respect Kofi and all, but if Kofi's gonna throw punches, then Kepler's gonna finish it. <laughs> Which, by the way, they did. Quite recently. Now, Kepler's never-ending adventure continues. Taking teeth, punching racists, and skating fast aren't all that Kepler's here for even though they do love those things. There's someone at the top of Kepler's hit list that they're trying to find. 
Hopefully one day, they will. I'm here to tell you about me. I mean, uh, about Aiko. She's a small but fierce gnome wizard. She's been through some tough times, even if she doesn't look the part. Luckily, she has a little flute that she loves to play. It distracts her from her crazy life, even if just for a few seconds. She met the party going on a small adventure. All they had to do was retrieve a heirloom, which turned out to be trickier than once thought. Before she knew it, Aiko was dealing with a super powerful force and then being invited to join a secret underground organization. What a wild adventure, right? Aiko accepted, completing their trial and even making a friend, a small, multicolored, teleporting frog. Despite her positive attitude, there are things that Aiko would rather keep to herself. The thing that she's lost, the thing that matters most to her, her sister. Going on these adventures has been somewhat fun. Aiko would rather charm her way out of a situation than to blast ahead. However, the party seems to have other ideas. I admit, they can be annoying, but they seem to have good intentions, most of the time. Maybe they can help me find what I've lost, and hopefully soon. Don't be fooled by her young appearance and height. The young half-elf rogue Neva could easily sneak into your pockets and steal whatever you had on you, especially food. As a rogue, Neva has traveled the island with her companion Alma, stealing and thieving as they went. Alma taught Neva everything she knew about fighting, and Neva succeeded in the rest. Months ago, Neva and Alma separated from each other, apparently not by Neva's approval. One morning when Neva woke, Alma was gone. It was up to her to keep going, to keep surviving. A few months later, she ran into a man with a strange tattoo. After thieving the man for all he had and leaving the area in a hurry, she discovered a rare magical artifact. The man had found her in time to prevent her from using the item. Instead, he offered her a job. One with some interesting benefits. It was during the trials of the underground organization called the Scarabs that Neva was reunited with her dear friend Alma and a group of others. Neva had taken a liking to the new group, learning archery from Kofi and skating with Kepler in their underground derby team. But Neva fears for her new friends to know her past. To leave her as Alma had before. The flames that haunt her still tingle the back of her mind. She'll keep going. She'll keep surviving. So, this is Alma. She's a sorcerer half-elf with not really much to say about herself or to anyone in general, really. Her main weapon is an umbrella-shaped wand that she isn't afraid to cast spells with. Not to mention it looks absolutely amazing. Usually when on missions, she lets her teammates talk for her unless she really wants to opinionate. Then it's really hard to shut her up. 
To be honest, if she had to choose one teammate she remotely trusts, Alma would choose Neva, an old friend of hers with whom she traveled with for a few years. They separated before Alma came into contact with her current group for personal reasons. Desperate for a bit of money to keep up her ridiculously high standards of living, she decided to take what she assumed would be an easy job. Get a dumb necklace. That's easy, right? What was supposed to be a simple retrieval mission became something much more. What ended up happening instead was... A bar exploded. Or did it implode? Had a few martinis before then. Fought some racist orcs. Some. Oh, and she threatened what she thinks is a druid named Lucas and his sister Anita to take her to the secret organization. For some reason, her teammates came with her. Soon enough, Alma was facing the trial to become a member, and perhaps facing the biggest trial of all, Neva. The group passed, working together, something that was rare for Alma. Now she's had to face evil, fake, royal goblins, racist orcs, and a slew of crazy robotic cultists with these people. That should deter her from running away and risking her life, but she's made that mistake too. God, will she ever learn how to trust these people? Thanks for listening to the D&D for D podcast. Check back later this week for our first official episode and to find out what our regular schedule will be. Until then, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, signing out.